0: Monogamish contains content intended for mature audiences. The views expressed here
1: are for entertainment purposes only. Please enjoy the show.
2: Hi, guys. Welcome. I'm Justina.
1: And I'm Kenji. And, and we're, we're monogamish.
2: monogamish. And we have a friend. Today. Today. I was going to introduce her originally as a unicorn, but I think her relationship status might have changed. So she's now, she's just here solo, but mm-hmm. part of a potential polyamorous relationship. So we'll delve into this.
1: I know. We have Whitney. I know. One of my favorite people. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Met you at the house parties. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, my gosh.
2: We love you, Whitney. Thank you so much for coming. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much
0: for having me. This is so exciting.
1: (laughs) Yes.
2: I'm glad you're excited. I love it. So we're going to start from the beginning. So first, why don't you tell us how you identify sexually and then your relationship status?
0: identify most closely with pansexual.
2: Okay. Oh, I love it.
0: And as far as my relationship status, I I am I would consider myself currently single. Okay. However, I have lovers and, um who I have very close emotional connections with and I'm not sure what those dynamics are yet, but they're evolving too.
1: Perfect. Nothing wrong with that so, either. So you
2: technically know? you're just not committed to one people or group of people or person.
0: Correct. I, I actually just I actually had a breakup officially <laughs> official breakup with um, the love of my life. I
3: know, I know. and you know so introduced
0: I'm, me to the lifestyle two and a half years ago. It got tumultuous toward the end but that happened we separated about three four weeks ago.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: And we are still very close and things are weird.
3: <laughs>
1: it is huh. It's one of
2: those weird transition
1: <laughs> <It is>. things. <laughs> I still like him though. So shout out. Great, Hi. You know who I'm talking about? Great guy. Great guy. Great guy. Great guy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Great guy. All right. So, how did you when you started? Let's let's go back to the beginning cuz you haven't been in the lifestyle very long. No. So, let's kind of travel up to the point where before you entered the lifestyle. Were you raised in a regular monogamous household? So, my parents
0: Yes, my parents have been, and they're still married to this day. So they've been married over 40 years. Oh, wow. Oh my God. So growing up, they were lightly religious from the start. They have actually evolved into more agnostics over time, over the years. So okay. I, that is to say I did not grow up in a heavy religious household. I think both my parents valued very much the partnership they had. And, the, the, and the, monog- the monogamous, the monogamous okay. partnership they Got had. Got it. And I was very aware growing up um, just how much, how independent each of my parents were, but how much they worked together. And so uh, I remember my mom said recently, you know, someone asked her, what was, what's the magic? How did your marriage last so long? And she said, I've always had my own bank account.
2: Oh, wow. After
0: 40 years? 40 plus years. Wow.
3: wow.
0: We've always had our own bank accounts. We always had our own friends. We always had our own hobbies.
1: Oh man! They and were... so
0: when we did come together, it was always like, "Oh, it's nice to see you." Yeah. <laughs> it never. And and she said, and I really think that independence was what worked for me. Okay. And what worked for your father. And I will say that I, I always felt that there was a lot of love between my family, although we weren't an affectionate family, you know. Okay. And then, but growing up, I saw mom and dad as a team
1: mm-hmm. okay did they sleep in the same room and stuff I, like
0: that no because my dad snores and my mom can't sleep with him snore she's a very sensitive sleeper and growing up i rarely saw them touch each other um, oh oh wow and although i never felt unloved but even embraces from adults you know it's kind of like a pat on the back you know The affectionate um,
1: part of it like you said
0: so we weren't really affectionate in my family growing up and so I, I will say that my sexuality, everyone was really like, Oh, here we go. Because I, you know, I think I started blossoming early teen years, like 11, 12, 13 is when my sexuality started to come to the surface and I made the whole family really uncomfortable (laughs) oh (laughs) my gosh it was not celebrated it was not celebrated and it was not talked about (laughs) oh I believe it
1: I believe it if they're not talking about the other stuff you know and then this comes along oh my god
2: so why do you think you started so early do you think it was because of the lack of affection
0: I have a theory a full disclosure I was diagnosed with bipolar type 1 Right. Oh, wow. And so um not now. I'm heavily medicated now and psychotropics so everyone can relax. I'm not going to have a freak out <laughs> today. But the symptoms of bipolar start to rise in early adolescence. Okay. And and I do think that people with my brain chemistry seek out uh we uh, the, those dopamine boosts, those serotonin boosts and wow. Okay. And so to find stimulation is, okay. I, I've always been attracted to high intensity stimulation. That's why I love CrossFit. Adrenaline fit. rush. It's why I've always loved oh, athletes. Yes. I, it's why I love CrossFit. It's why I loved mountain biking and downhilling and surfing. And, and, I, and I love rock and roll and I love concerts and I, I, I love uh, the energy of large crowds. And I. So I, and I think what was happening, although I got misdiagnosed as an early teenager, Mm -hmm. I started acting out, had my, had sex the first time at 13. Mm -hmm. Me and my girlfriend, my best friend in fifth grade, we'd get on the bus at school and we'd roll our shorts up real short. And we'd put on, (laughs) and we'd put on blue eye, eye mascara, or no, what is it? um, Eyeshadow. Eyeshadow. (laughs) Eyeshadow. And then we'd go to school and we'd be all oh. primped up for school boys in <laughs> fifth grade. And then we're coming back home on the school bus and we're rolling it down yeah, and taking off. everything off <laughs> so our parents don't see us. But I do think there was a certain, like I, that exhibitionism okay. was emerging oh. early. Oh. And I had sex at 13, but I'd been telling people for a year that I'd already had sex because I wanted to be cool. And so I had a reputation before I even had sex. And then I had sex. It was a horrible experience, but I remember going, that's, that's it? That's all sex is? It <laughs> better get better than that. And then I sought out better sex the rest of my
3: life. <laughs> <laughs> Have you found it
0: yet? I think the best sex of my life has been since I turned 40. I'm 42 now, but oh, my 40s. Oh, have been uh, mind-blowing. Um well, cheers I to that. Hey, shit. Right? Uh, something I to look know. forward to.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm about to turn 40 in two weeks.
0: <gasps> I know things about myself now. I've learned more in the last two years than I have learned collectively in my whole life about who I am sexually. And it's lear- I'm still learning, mm-hmm. but I have a better understanding of who I am, who I want to be, how people see me, how I show up for people. Oh, wow. How how I need to show up for people, oh, what nice. I need to do to get that. I know more about that now than I ever, I swear. That's the,
1: good. The, the progress. Awesome. The progress. I love it.
2: So you started young. Yes. And then you shared with us earlier, you were very... You said kinky <laughs> yeah,
0: well, I'll say so I would say my adolescence, um first, uh because I was uh, misdiagnosed and so i don't I, I never had appropriate help, a medical help that I needed. They screwed up,
3: mm. and
0: had they gotten it right, I think my life could have taken on a different trajectory, oh wow, but they didn't, so I struggled a lot, I got expelled from schools i got put in a psych unit. I got in a lot of fist fights. I did a lot of drugs and alcohol. I learned to self-medicate with um, the, what is essentially the best drug on the planet when you're, when you're um, mentally struggling, right? right? I mean, alcohol really is right. an elixir for <laughs> it. Oh, it man. solves everything it's right up until you get in trouble. But, um, I, but I, fa- I did develop a relationship with alcohol that was injurious. You know, lots of trouble I got into. Right. Um, and, and my relationship with men, with boys, with sex was rough in the start. Because I w- my, my, my early sexual experiences were not healthy. Okay. No one was caring about my well-being. No one no. was concerned with my experience. And because I was wild and uninhibited, and precocious and outgoing i got targeted a lot Mm -hmm. and taken advantage of and i don't think i even enjoyed sex i kept trying
1: because you were looking for something good like that you know and from somebody that was going to care about you in that specific way
0: and 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 as a and as a teenage girl it was a status was it was how i established empowerment sex became my way of competing with the men of playing cards at the table with the boys it's how I earned my status. It's how I got my reputation, and I think, in a lot of ways, I used sex, even though it was not healthy, helping me grow mm.
3: <laughs> sexually.
0: Right. Um, but I, I used sex and my my body to give myself some power in a society and culture where I was disempowered wow. in a lot of ways. Gotcha. And when I I, I, I remember I was 22 when I first met someone who actually. The first person who ever took the time to show me pleasure oh. and the first person who ever invested themselves in allowing me to have a sexually liberating, pleasurable experience.
2: So was it your first orgasm?
0: No. That, oh, that comes. that's a crazy story. No. So, <laughs> no, but I'll tell you what he did do. And I don't know. How graphic can I be?
2: He, graphic as graphic as okay, you want. Okay. So
0: I remember we, um, he had a bunch of friends over one night. He and I go to the room to have sex. Turns out I'm on the rag or on my period. And I. Oh, shit. And I was like, oh, dang. Guess that opportunity is over. And he said, no, no. And he continued on, took my menstrual blood, wiped it on his face. Wow. Went out into the living room when we were done and celebrated.
2: Like it was a badge of honor.
0: A badge of honor. Oh, wow. And it was the first time in my life when I was like, oh, my God. That isn't disgusting, as boys have always told me, as women have always told me to be ashamed and hide your tampon and don't show them that and don't do this and don't wear those clothes and watch the string and, all you know, all the the information that we are pummeled with in our lives about our own Mm -hmm. menstrual cycle. Mm -hmm. What are we doing to ourselves? And I even have a therapist now. He says, you know, women are more connected with the earth and he has me sometimes when we're in practice he'll have me go outside and put my feet in the dirt
1: oh yeah to you ground need it. yourself you need it
0: and he says you know without all the hormones that we pump ourselves with and stuff he's like your cycle actually links up with the lunar cycle he's like how magical is that your right. menstrual cycles linked up with the moon. Right. (laughs) You are grounded with the earth. You are one with the earth. And we just don't celebrate womanhood in our culture. We're always taught to be ashamed
2: as teenagers. The first, I mean, how traumatic was it the first time? I don't know for for you when it happened, but I was at school and I just remember thinking I can't leave the bathroom. I'm going to have to stay here until school is over. And then I'm going to have to sneak out because I was mortified. You know, you have pants on and you don't want to go out. You don't even want to walk to the nurse's office. Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to see me. I'm going to be humiliated. Yep. It's it's a horrible thing to go through as a teenage girl.
0: I mean, how many times having sexual relations with a boy and then your parody starts and then their reaction is so insulting and so degrading.
2: It's it's definitely Ooh, even what are we doing yeah <laughs> even hey. some adults are like that now they, they are both they male are. and yes. female you're right um and you know it, you I'm know,
1: definitely f- not like that it was when we were first together it happened to, to with us and I was like oh well hey nothing wrong with that when I used to have You're know, evolved yeah <laughs> you're far <laughs> evolved yeah.
2: I've had a hysterectomy so oh, before mm-hmm. that when mm-hmm. I used to have my cycle it, it you still have that shame from even younger, even with your, when you're with a partner that doesn't mind it, mm-hmm. that you kind of want to go, oh, I'm on my period, not today.
0: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so it, it's definitely something that I think as a society, you're absolutely right. The way that we look at it, the way that we shame it, it it's not right. It's something yeah. that needs to change. It's kind of the same way I feel about nudity. Yes. Um, you know, as a society oh, yeah. here, oh, we yeah. shame oh, nudity. Yeah. And I'm yeah. one that's like, fuck bras.
1: Fuck yeah. bras. Yeah, free fuck the, n- bras. Free the, free the nipple. <laughs> right. I'm all about it. I've Why
2: done are n- we
0: wearing them still? Right. I'm them uncomfortable n- right now. <laughs>
2: Take it
3: off. <laughs> free the titty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, so there's two points that you bring up that I want to touch on briefly, just uh-huh. because I think it's significant. Oh, but you you said the body image stuff. Now, when I was in my early 20s, girlfriend of mine was making a lot of money. At the old Dancer's Royale in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I don't have any moral compass. I'm going for it. And I remember trying out the first night I tried out. And I got to the bar early. It was like 6 or 7. So before the crowd came in, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was to get up on stage and dance to a song. And that was my um, tryout. Try out. And I the was this
2: a full nude?
0: No, 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 no. Uh, actually, no. Um, you, we had to wear um, uh, tape on our nipples. Oh. Although we perfected it, we got it down to where you could. I even had nipple rings, and we had it. We had it taped up, so it actually looked like a real nipple. Oh like my we had God. it so perfected. You oh know? wow! Mm-hmm. Like we weren't oh. doing tassels. We had like straight up. You could see our nipples, and, and then uh, the smallest thong you can imagine. But you know, it was that kind of coverage, though. Okay. okay the way I looked when I was 23 years old or however old I was, it was young. Um, in retrospect, I look back at that body uh-huh. and I go, I had 7% body fat. Um, I was athletic. Cause I surfed a lot. and I, did, I was, a- I was always, always active. And I look at my body at that age. And then I think about how I used to feel about that body. And it's criminal. It's criminal, and I'll tell you, that first night, I get up on stage, and I am shaking because I am afraid of what these men think of my ass, what these men it's think
1: that, of my body. It's that, like, 20-year-old mindset. Right. Men and women, you know, and I'm, I'm yeah. sure you were, like, drop-dead gorgeous. You don't know your ass you know, from
0: a hole in the ground yeah, is what you don't know. exactly, yeah.
1: but, I'm su- but I'm sure, you know, like, I'm sure, you know, like, looking at you, you were drop-dead gorgeous, but mentally, you're going, oh, fuck my life, like, you but know. it's
2: not even a 20-year-old mindset. It's a female mindset. Female. We are oh. so hard on ourselves at every age. It's ridiculous. It doesn't matter if we're teenagers. It doesn't matter if we're 50. This we're hard uh, you know, on ourselves. I still ourselves. have
1: to remind you. She still, mm-hmm. she still goes, I'm sorry. And I'll go, what are you sorry for? Yeah. <laughs> what are you sorry I, for? Yeah. I you know. know? Yeah.
2: Well, that night,
0: I go up and I do my little dance, my audition. And I sit down and. You know, the manager, he said, you did a great job. I think you'd be a great fit. And I was like, oh, but now people are starting to come into the bar, right? Because it's getting to be a drinking hour. Yes. Uh-huh. And they're coming in, and I'm getting nervous, and my name's about to get called. Oh, fuck, student, rotation. The rotation. <sighs> and I'm like, oh, my God, now there's 50 people in the bar. What am I going to do? And just then, this woman named Hypnotic. Oh. That was her stage name.
1: Probably with a Q. Right. I don't know. I never spelled it out.
3: <laughs>
0: but hypnotic. Uh-huh. It's her turn. She gets up on stage. And this woman grabs the pole, leans forward, and then just starts to make her ass cheeks clap. Oh, wow. And I watched this woman. And she had the most beautiful cellulite on the back of her legs and her ass. Because she's making it shake, right? Uh-huh. And in my head, I thought, oh, my God, she's beautiful, but everyone's going to think. I wonder if she knows that you can see her cellulite because she's shaking it. And then right as that thought is in my fucking head, three men get up out of their seats and they go over to the stage. And they just rain money on her. She must've made, I mean, she must've made 500 bucks on stage, which, you know, like, yeah, just, just standing there shaking her ass. And Uh by the way, Hypnotic and I became like the best of friends. Oh, that's awesome. And I told, I ran into her years later and I told her, I said, you changed my body image. I used to think about myself just in the most uh, critical light. You showed me what's really beautiful. And you walked on that stage with such confidence, you didn't give a fuck. If that guy liked your ass, fine, pay me. And if he didn't...
1: Who gives a shit?
0: I could give two fucks. That's how. That was her attitude. You don't like it? I love that. You don't like it? Get the fuck out of the bar. Shout out to hypnotic. If you like it, you better pay me because I worked for it. And and, and her attitude... But that was everything. And it changed. And I was like, why are we hating on cellulite? We all have cellulite. Mainly as women. females. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, mainly
1: I mean. females. Yeah. yeah.
0: We have it. We it, do. It's the fabric of, ours, of our tissue yep. in, our, in our bodies, our musculature, our, the, the microfascial tissue in our bodies. Right. What, what are we shaming it for? And, right. I, and it was just a critical moment when I was like, Who helped you with your self esteem most in your life? And I'm like, fucking hypnotic.
3: Yeah. hypnotic. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Shout what out to name? hypnotic.
0: I had a few because um, I bounced around. Um, some uh, Racy was a good racy. one. Racy? Racy? <laughs> <laughs> Put your elbows to the bar for Racy. <laughs> Very <laughs> nice.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then I was, uh, I have to see, I think I was Ivy for a while because I was obsessed with Poison Ivy from the Span the Cramps. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So I had a few, I don't remember. But
1: um, Racy ever, was a big one. Did you ever uh, dance in town? Or was it always like out of state?
0: Well, that, I lived in—I grew up in Florida.
1: Okay. So I, I was always in Florida. I—I I, I never say like what state we're in right now, so I just— Oh you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, it
0: was—it was where I grew up in Florida. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. And then, can I tell one more story and then I'll oh, shut sh- up? No, you're fine. Whitney, you can tell all the stories you fucking want, please. Well, mm-hmm. Because we all—you also asked about my first orgasm.
2: Uh
0: huh. Oh, maybe I shouldn't tell the story. Well, I'll tell—I'll tell, I'll tell a, st- a version of the story.
2: Okay.
1: Do Please it. do it.
0: I will say. Okay, so in my early twenties, I had not yet experienced an orgasm. Even by cells. yourself. No, no, I had figured out how to shoot your butt underneath the faucet as a. <laughs> I love that. as a kid.
3: Remember? Sh- uh-huh. I still like
1: uh-huh. the tub uh-huh. water, Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. But
0: my, I, I was just telling this story last night, but like my my dad was like a water uh an environmental conservationist <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the Dad's fucking kid. bill the, the bill so he would i would be in the bathroom with my ass underneath the faucet and he'd come knocking on the door he's like turn the water off and i'm like i'm almost there jesus <laughs> but anyway so but i i learned how to do that okay there was one time when I was put in a lockdown drug rehab facility when I was like 15 or, or 16 or, anyway, teenager. We never had any alone time. Even in the shower, you were always with someone. Mm. And um, I remember one night, the only time in my life I've ever achieved this, um, but I was in a room full of five women, five other girls sleeping, and I just pressed my legs together. And it had been so long and the fantasy was so rich that just the pressing my legs together – I achieved orgasm.
2: What the hell?
0: Wow. So now, but you know what? I don't want to have to be put down in a lockdown facility for 13 months to get there. (laughs) But um, I had never had that pleasure with a man or woman. And so in my early 20s, though, I was working as a dancer and a friend of mine hired me to entertain his poker party. You know, he wanted girls in bikinis to like carry out the drinks and stuff. And I ended up doing a private dance for this one character at the party. One of the guys at the party. Uh Older man. I was early 20s. I'm assuming he was in his 50s. Okay. Okay. It was actually a really erotic experience for me.
1: Okay. I believe it.
0: Yeah. And so I ended up um, having sex with this man.
1: Was it at the party?
0: It was at the party. It was in the back room. Oh, wow. And I experienced the first vaginal orgasm I'd ever had in my life.
1: Oh, wow. Penetration. Wow. What was so different from, like, the previous experiences?
0: Yeah. Well, I had just danced for him for, like, 45 minutes. So it was a build-up. There's a lot of work-up. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. And then. I love the build-up. Wait.
0: He made love. He didn't. It was no pounding. He wasn't trying to fucking go. Yeah. It was It was sweet, slow. Soft. Love making Oh, wow. And it was the taboo of sleeping with an older man like that.
3: Okay. Older there man. There was
0: something really taboo about it, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. And there was some eroticizing of it being like a, um, um, a prostitution. Here I am dancing for this man mm-hmm. who's who's probably going to pay me money to like hang out with him and give him extra time at the poker party. And there was this fetishizing of it, this eroticizing of it, this taboo, and I was so ashamed. I never told that story until I found the lifestyle. I was so ashamed. I never told anyone that story. I was so ashamed of it. Can I tell you something? Mm -hmm.
1: That story is so erotic. Just the connectivity, you know, with the gentleman that you had. And, oh my gosh, I don't know why you wouldn't tell that story. It's like, it's not like you're, it's being, you're being bad or... Anything of that nature, you know. No, it's both were
3: consenting. I know it's
1: it's, mm-hmm. but it's the eroticism, you know, and the buildup. We we do this, you know, yeah. like almost every yeah. weekend, you know, like that buildup. The buildup, like we'll have sex during the week all the time, but then during like the weekend, our yep. Saturday, Friday, Saturday thing, it's more like a we're touching each other, feeling each other, talking, you know, flirting and everything else, but we won't have sex until the night later, yeah. later.
2: And so that buildup. And and sometimes that's not always the case. And sometimes, oh, yeah. sometimes yep. we start with <laughs> sex and then we have to build up all day again to do it again. Um, but it's definitely a, a build up is huge. Like yeah. it makes all the difference in the world, even if it's dancing, mm-hmm. talking, you know, just even if it's nothing really sexual, yes. you know, hand holding.
1: That dancing, though, you know, like mm-hmm. when we dance, just like I'm sure, you know, like it's the like. I don't know the the groove, you know, and everything else. Oh my gosh, you know, for forty minutes, forty-five minutes, I was like, "Holy shit, that's a long fucking dance," especially, you know.
0: Well, and think about the energy exchange. I know. So when I'm dancing, (sighs) I get on a dance floor. Uh huh. You join me on the dance floor, and then you and I start dancing, sexy or whatever. That energy is—it's we're exchanging that between the bodies, right? A hundred percent. I think just dancing close to someone, it'll, it'll, um, there's a, what is that, I mean, your, your, your pheromones, right? Mm-hmm. And your serotonin starts to rise mm-hmm. and you get a dopamine boost. And the, this is chemically happening in the brain. This is a physiological reaction, reaction you know? to just being close to someone. You right.
1: know, it, it's the movements and, you know, like the smell, And just to like, I don't know, I see your dancing and the sweat and you're just like,
2: oh,
1: (laughs) game over, (laughs) game over. (laughs) So
2: then you found out that you could do this. Yeah, but then
0: I couldn't do it again for almost 20 years. Holy shit. so I thought, I thought something was wrong with me. I thought maybe anatomically my body was um, broken. Okay um over the course of the years i experienced several very sexually traumatic experiences okay so i have been raped three times on different different occasions um um in my 20s okay Uh, i was raised in a bunch of hell and uh but i found myself in some sticky situations and so i thought Maybe I'm broken physically. Right. Maybe I'm broken emotionally and psychologically. Mentally. Yeah. All of that. And then, so I could not reach orgasm um, having sex uh, without a vibrator until I turned 40 and I met this. I met my boyfriend. A okay.
1: uh, vibrator like on your uh, clit. On your clip. On your clip. Okay. Just asking. Just ask because you know, like, um, we know quite a few, you know, like unicorns in this lifestyle, and a lot of them say, Hey, you know, gotta have that vibration on my clip, yep, you know, right? My wife as well. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's yep. you know, I gotta have that vibration, and I'm like, <clears throat> And let me throw it I on there like for there's you. <laughs> no,
2: there's almost no rhyme or reason to it. Sometimes vaginally, I can have an orgasm like that, yep, and then other times it's not happening that way, yep, and so. You learn to adapt,
0: I know. <laughs> and I have found, especially lately, it's all fluctuant. It changes from day to day. At noon, I might be I might be primed and ready to go at noon, and then at six p.m., I need all the accessories.
2: Oh. <laughs> you know, so
0: I feel oh, like wow. um, when I was forty, I uh, got onto Life. Okay. Oh, FetLife. okay, okay. I said, man, I hate these dating apps. Everyone I meet is so boring, and everyone I meet is not as interesting, and everyone I meet is kind of judgy and thinks I'm a freak. And, and this, he goes, you and know this what? "Is this coming
1: from FetLife or this is no, coming?" This
0: is coming from like Tinder, and all shit. that bullshit. Like that. Okay, okay. The vanilla dating site. Yes, okay. yes. So then my friend is like, "Oh, you need to get on FetLife." So there I get on FetLife, right? And I was like, "Oh, this is more my style, <laughs> right?" Um, and well, on once FetLife, again, my people. I know, my people. So I get on FetLife and I'm playing around and then I meet, this guy hits me up on FetLife and he goes, hey, would you like to join me and my wife for a threesome? It took me a while to get back to him. So I, about a year later, <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. I was busy or something, uh-huh. but I responded. A year later. And I said, hey.
2: Never lose hope, people.
0: I, <laughs> right? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Right. right? I'm getting there. I'll get I thinking there. about it. <laughs> so a year later, I get on there. And I was like, hey, you still want to do that threesome? And he's like, well, I'm divorced and entirely with someone else now. But uh, yeah, let's do it. So, Oh, shit. I meet Noah. Okay. I know
1: Noah. You know <laughs> Noah. I know, you Noah. know, you guys Shout know Noah. Noah.
0: Shout out to Noah. Shout out to Noah. <laughs> Shout out to Noah. And Noah invited me to my first play party. Now, he had a girlfriend at the time. And um, I'd never been to anything like this. But I, I took this guy who I'd met on Fit Life And I was like, hey, you want to be my date for the night and i walk into the party and um at first everyone's just socializing and i'm i'm good with people so this part i'm good at and i'm wa- chit-chatting people and i'm telling stories and laughing and i go to the bathroom at one point i meet someone in the hall we're talking in the hall but by the time i get back out to the living room
2: people are starting to have sex and did you know it was that kind of party when i you knew got there? yes okay. i was ready but i, I was she wasn't ready, ready. Oh, she wasn't, ready. wasn't you're, ready.
1: You're never ready at the house parties. It's like, wait a second. Everything's cool. Everything's cool. Oh, shit. Some shit's about to go down. That's right. <laughs> <had. And laughs> like, so get okay. out in the living
0: room. All of a sudden, these two men, my date of the night, and this other guy start sandwiching me in. So they're coming in close, and I'm like, oh, God, how do I start this? Where does this start? What am I going to do? I'm nervous, because I hadn't fucked in front of large groups of people before. I was insecure about my body. I was insecure about um, what do I look like when I'm having sex? Because uh, I'd film myself having a few orgasms, and I, I was critical of that. And then, um, <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so nervous." And then just then, Noah walks up, and he smacks me so hard on the ass that it took my breath away. And it was on. I mean, I it just changed. Something changed over in my head, and I was like, "My people!" <laughs> I was made to do this. Yeah, this. This is what I was born to do. Like this, this fucking. Is. And I felt fucking. so much freedom. Right. And and I was having so much fun. I mean, that's the thing. I love to have fun. Right. I mean, everyone does, but I am driven toward fun, and this was fun. Oh and my And I, yes. I was eating women's ass. I was. I went crazy. I went crazy. I went crazy with. Uh, um. Uh. I don't think I asked anyone for consent. Not a. No. No. You're supposed to do that, but. It was my first night,
2: <laughs>
0: but anyway, which uh, oddly
2: oh. enough, you've learned, yeah, asking for consent happens way more. I mean, it happens ninety nine percent of the time, yes, in yes. the lifestyle, yes. yes, whereas in the vanilla world, I would say, yeah, yeah that that never happened- the conversation never happened, no, unless it's more of a you know a tinder hookup, and you know we want to come over and Netflix and chill it's always innuendos. It's never actually, do you want to come over and have sex with me and maybe oral sex and maybe, you know, vaginal sex as well. It's never, um, you know, it's never really a consent thing is not made a big deal in the monogamous or the vanilla world.
0: Yes. And vanilla world, how many, how many, how much awkwardness could you avoid on dates? If you just asked, Excuse me, is it okay if I hold your hand right now? Right. right. Hey, is it okay? Can I touch your knee?
1: know, Put my arm around you.
2: Can I put my arm around you?
1: Hold you, you by your what?
2: waist. What You know what's true, though, too, is there's always that initial fear mm-hmm. of rejection. Yes. And oddly enough, the fear for rejection wasn't with me. I had the fear of rejecting somebody. Yes. I felt like I was mean and, oh, every person that asks me anywhere we go,
1: she had to say yes to or that I, or like say yes. nice, I would like nice or nice. Be it nice. would be
2: so hard for me to yes. say no. Yes, And now I'm to the point where I don't even think about it. Like if somebody asks me something, it's instant. Whatever way I feel, they instantly hear it. It's yes. a yes or a no yes, immediately. Yes. And so that's a huge thing in the lifestyle. And I think just having that openness about sex, you're not going to match with everybody. No, you're not. Chemistry is chemistry, and, you know, there's a science behind it. When you're attracted to somebody, you're not. You, you are, and when you're not, you're not. Mm-hmm. And so it's okay to allow people to, te- you know, to say, I'm, you know, no, I'm not. No. Yeah. That's not going to happen.
1: Not, not just allow people. It's okay to say no. Right. You don't need to say yes all the yeah. time. Just because we're swingers doesn't mean we're, we're open to everyone. everyone.
0: Yeah. You and know. I'm even learning how to say no in different ways now, you know, Um um, I, I, I've, I say this oftentimes. If someone approaches me and asks me consent to touch, and I am not feeling it, I'll just say, "Hey, you know, I'm not feeling it right now. Thank you. Thank you for. Off- Thank you for asking. I'm okay. just not feeling it because that it's true, because rejection is not a rejection of your character. It's not a rejection of your, your looks, it's not a rejection. It's a rejection of the energy that I'm just not feeling right now, and it's okay to say no to that.
1: And I like how you do that too, because you're just like, no, not right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's okay.
1: It's and okay.
2: Not right now is a good way to put it too, because there's been times where I've said Come no, here. and then later been okay, said yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And Same. then there's and, and vice versa. There's been times that I've said yes and then later when they wanna uh, no, I'm not I'm good. Huh. <laughs> I passed. Huh. That, D- ship yeah. sailed. that ship of sales. That ship of sales. We've already
1: done that and that wasn't very good. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Same.
0: I think I think it's all in the moment. So it I, is. I, I'm learning how to say no in different ways and be comfortable with it. And then if someone says no to me, I was like, oh hell, it's cool. I I, someone just said no to me at a party because I didn't realize that their dynamic the part uh, the man and the woman they only play together Mm -hmm. and so I she had her legs I was like excuse me ma'am may I yeah and she was like no and I was like oh and I was I had a moment where I was like oh is that a personal rejection I said nope that's an energy thing that was a timing thing right and then later I learned it was a dynamic thing right and I was like see I I was about to get butt hurt for no good reason God how
1: much (laughs) have you fucking grown from that?
0: I love it.
1: I love to hear that. I love to hear that. Especially, you know, there's sometimes where my wife and I are like, oh, we really like you, really like you. And then we start to talk to you and you're like, "Uh, I don't know if we want to do that. You know. It's
2: more than just a physical attraction sometimes. And, And sometimes that's what you're there for. Sometimes you're at a party or you're on vacation. And I'm not saying you don't have time to learn the person's name, but you have a lot less time to learn about them in general. Yep. And... You still feel like that energy is right. The timing is right. You're both on the same page. You're good. Mm -hmm. And then there's other times where we've talked to people for years. And then finally now the energy is right. Yes. And so there's no right or wrong way to do this. It's funny because the number one thing that I hear from new people that Mm -hmm. come to, you know, any of the parties or clubs or any of the lifestyle type events is I thought I was going to come here and I was going to have to do it. I was going to be obligated to do it. Totally. And Walk. I'm like, you are never obligated to do anything that you don't want to <laughs> do.
1: And no is always an option. Right. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. No right. is always an option no, for you.
2: And even more so in this setting. Like I said, I hate going to vanilla bars now. I get grabbed. I get uh, – there's so much inappropriateness that goes on in a yes. vanilla bar that I'm like that, – that isn't frowned upon. It's like the norm there. It's disrespect. Right. Thank yeah. you, thank Beautiful. you. It's it 100% is, it is, expect.
1: because you know, it, you know, at at our place or you know even house parties or whatever, um, if somebody's gonna approach my wife, I would prefer that you approach my wife together. Yeah. And vice versa, I would prefer that some woman approach us together, not, hey, mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna catch you going to the bathroom. Or yeah. your, you know, mm-hmm. your significant others away from you right now, totally. you know, and it's like, come Although on now. That's
2: where Kenji picked me up, waiting for me outside the bathroom. Hey, hey. <laughs> no way. Whitney, really? Whitney, 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 <laughs> 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 out,
3: hey. Hey. out of vanilla
2: club, out of vanilla club, waiting hey. for me outside of the bathroom. That's right, you know she's coming out. <laughs> 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 so that first party, that was a first introduction into the lifestyle. Did you end up playing with Noah and the two guys that were coming at you the, or
1: the other guy?
0: Oh, I played with um the two guys. I played with some other two guys. I played with Noah. I played with Noah's girlfriend. I played with some other women. Wow. Uh, my first party, you I went was head first. I was yeah, like I... I'm really good at this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at this. And so that was my first party and then about a week later noah invited me out on a date oh and it was christmas eve okay happened to be christmas eve my family was in florida i i was here 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 in colorado and i I couldn't see them so you know home alone
3: Mm -hmm.
0: he asked me out on a date i said okay
2: so noah at that time was in an open relationship he was in an open relationship
0: okay so he Picks me up, and he even we even took a picture of ourselves to send to his girlfriend
2: oh, at the time. That's sweet. To and say how hi. Did, how did you feel about that being your first introduction into that type of relationship?
0: I remember going, "This is weird," and I'm interested. You know, <laughs> okay. that's how I thought of it.
2: Okay. We we went
0: to the Source Hotel, which is oh yes in the Rhino District, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And there we met a woman who was a and then we met mm. a man who looked like Adonis, you know, a sculptured man. Mm-hmm. Then the four of us proceeded to have an evening together. And oh that God. was Noah and I's first date. Oh, nice. About two and a half years ago.
2: So then you went lifestyle, playing, having multiple partners in the same night, to the flash two weeks later. And was this like a kink type play session? Or was it more just like the lifestyle?
0: No, no, no. It was actually it was it was just sex. Really? It was yeah. It was just sexy time. That just okay. happened to be her occupation.
2: Oh, oh wow! Nice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then you're full force into the lifestyle at this point.
0: Yeah, I dove right in. That was uh, no a nice first date, and then um, shortly after that first date. I think his girlfriend at the time did not like the relationship that I was having with Noah, and so she left. Okay. Oh.
2: And, okay. and So
0: she left the picture, um, and but Noah and I just kept
2: hanging out. Okay. And then you guys dated for about the last two years, right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of on and off two at and the a last half end here. Yeah,
0: and the last, I'd say the last six months has been... Sometimes we're together, sometimes we're not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. And so, you know, I have met Noah. My wife has met Noah. And so, you were talking earlier, has Noah allowed you to be you as far as opening up and, you know, doing what you want uh, sexually and being yourself and enjoying your kinks and doing all that?
3: This is...
0: This is like one of those questions, if I answer it, we have to write a whole memoir.
3: Oh. oh. No. <laughs> but
0: I'll say this, Noah, he opened my eyes to not only like who I am sexually as a person, but also like what's available to me and things that I never thought were possible mm-hmm. are all of a sudden real possible. If he listens to this, i'm i don't know i don't want him to get a big head but i'll tell you this this is what happened (laughs) i met Noah and i was like oh all of a sudden um my whole life i was shamed and criticized for being promiscuous Mm -hmm. you know and for being slutty and being flirty right my closest girlfriends have always been like, oh my God, Whitney, it's always so s- overly sexual. My mother's like, Whitney, oh my God, you're always so, why has it always gotta be so sexy? You know, why can't you rein it in? rein it in, Whitney. And I've been told that my whole fucking life. So my whole life I'm going around going, God, I'm such a hoe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so slutty and, and it, with negative connotation, you know? And mm-hmm. my whole life I'm going, why can't I, why can't I just be like everyone else? Why can't I be normal?
2: And now you're like, slut ever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Noah, but Noah introduced me to this world where people celebrated that shit. Right, slut. Yes. yes, they Yes, it.
2: they celebrated. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah. Thank you for walking into that's a room fucking like right. that. Thank right. you
2: for just being you. Yeah, and that's the great thing about the lifestyle because we we often talk. It's not all sunshine and roses. No, and Noah is your bright light, but you've also shared that the reason that it's tumultuous is because. You're really, really good, but you're really, really bad. Mm -hmm. And that happens in relationships. But the fact that he was able to open your eyes, he'll always have a special part in your heart Mm -hmm. because he allowed you to find a community that allowed you to be who you are.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And so
2: that's the beautiful thing about your guys' relationship is whether it continues or not, because you've shared also that you have some other relationships going on. And so, you're at a point where so many opportunities are in front of you, so many paths that you could take, and, but no matter what, he allowed you to learn how to be who you are. Yeah, he's,
0: he's certainly, did. and that's awesome. He did. Yeah. So, Wonderful. tell us
2: about this other couple. It's a couple, correct? This is the first time you're exploring the no, idea no, no, of,
0: no, they're not a couple,
2: polyamory.
0: Okay, so here's, here's what's going on. Okay. <laughs> So Noah and I split up a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? And we are very, very close because we care about each other so much. Yeah. We can't get out of each other's lives. We've tried. We've tried multiple times to get out of each other's lives. And uh, damn it, I can't shut the window on them, you know?
1: Hey, we saw. It happened. We saw. <laughs> we saw. <laughs> it's all right.
0: And, and so, um, uh, but but we're we see other people, you know, and and we're seeing people, and and I'm looking at the people close in my life, and and I'm finding that I have this one girlfriend who she and I are getting real tight. I I um I respect and love so much about her as a as a friend, but then I find her
2: wildly sexy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Does she, she know you feel this way? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, okay. yeah, I blow oh yeah. I tell her. Okay. Oh, yeah. I told her.
0: I told her. I told her, I got a, I got a crush on you. It's a crush, you know? Uh-huh. And that's and interesting to have that. And then I have another friend. Um, he, he and I, every time Noah and I have split up, we've really gotten close. And then Noah and I get back together. <laughs> but anyway, I have another friend who is also a very meaningful to me. Uh, such an interesting person,
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, and I'm like, I like hanging out with him.
1: Have but you have all three of you hung out together?
0: Yeah, yeah. Monday, Monday we hung out.
2: together. Oh, very nice. <sighs> I love it because
0: I had this impulse purchase last weekend. That's pretty ridiculous.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us what it was. Uh,
0: my friend Roy found. He sends me this message on Facebook Marketplace, and he's like, "Check this out!" And someone's selling a sex swing. Oh hell yeah! I know. So, Whitney, I'm like, oh my God, Facebook Marketplace, it's super cheap. They just dropped the price. I'm like $250. I'm like, I'm buying it. And so oh, I,
2: yeah, <laughs> I nice. buy it. And now you're like, I got to try this shit
0: out. And then I realized it's six, six, eight by six, eight. So, you, so anyway, oh, shit. we erected it in the living room. I
1: was going to say, is it the one with the like whole Oh, yeah. The, oh, my oh, yeah. God. Yeah. It is so big. Yeah. Yes.
0: It is amazing. It is so it. awesome. So I had to share this. So I had to break it in. Okay. And so I invite my two favorite people to hang out with
1: right now. And why I mean, I have, of, I
0: have a lot of people I love to hang out with. I just, I've been um, feeling on this. I've been feeling on this relationship, you know.
3: God, that sounds so
0: and fun. I'm, and, I'm, and I'm acclimating to being single without a primary partner and the adjustment is hard. It's hard. Yeah, Yeah, because you like your anchor.
2: Well, you were saying you like your anchor. And it's new. I miss. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: There's, it's new. But if you think about it this way, you and Noah are so on and off that we really don't know what's going to happen in that situation. But remember your mom's advice, because it really I think pertains to any relationship, and that's you need your independence. And so maybe having a little bit of independence from Noah. It doesn't mean that he's out of your life by any means, but maybe having a little bit of independence from him will make that relationship stronger and allow you guys to have, you know, more good times than bad.
1: Damn, that was really fucking. Yeah. What's up?
0: That felt really important.
1: Right. Way too. But it's um... true. Nice. Yeah.
2: Because I, we've seen you with Noah. No, I know. And you and Noah are like peanut butter and jelly. Like you're stuck yeah. to each other. And we've seen that. And but it, I, I, that's I, why it was hard, because we've seen you really, really happy, and then we've seen you really in a bad place. And so we've yeah. s- it's hard to see both of that, because we've known you. And so s- sometimes we always ha- think, in any relationships, that this has to be the end. And it doesn't.
0: Right, right, It right, doesn't. Right, right. You
2: guys have been so a big part of each other's lives, that maybe having a little space, or maybe having other relationships amongst yours will help ease those bad times because you have somebody else to lean on and so does he
3: yeah
1: so. mm-hmm. my wife is really good at this shit no shit <laughs> whitney gonna... no shit whitney you know, my wife I, is I really good right I, I would have mind gone blown. to
2: school for psychology but i i get too invested and then i would be you know Staying awake, worrying about everybody at night. I feel like, <laughs> All I, <my> sh- clients. <laughs> feel
3: like I should
0: pay her now <laughs> for that
2: <laughs> therapy session. I'll tell you.
0: Classic.
2: But we can't thank you enough. Hey. I mean, you've been awesome. Whitney, Thanks cheers. Thanks for sharing your story. Oh, my gosh. You're so new to the lifestyle and the way that it's evolved in these last few years to just know that you really found a community when you were 40. And, oh, yeah. And you really found out, like you said, who you were as a person in the last couple of years. And so it's really great that you came on here and you shared your story with oh, us.
1: I know. And Thank you. And we
2: wish you nothing but luck in the lifestyle in the future.
1: Luck and Thank love. You. Oh, and, and,
2: and, you know, there's this is the thing.
0: I'm never going back now.
2: Right. I,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm never can't, going back.
2: There's, you can't. Never way, there's no way I wouldn't either. Like mm-hmm. at this point, and I'm not saying, you know, Things could happen where I'm really committed to him. He's always my number yes, one. Yes. And if something happened with him and he was like, no, we can't do this anymore. Yeah. Then maybe I could, you know, but I could never leave the community. Yeah. Because the community is so tight knit. And this is our family.
0: Yeah. This my best friend. Um, my, my, my best, closest vanilla friends. <laughs>
2: my girlfriends,
0: not in the lifestyle. I wish they could experience this and, and I remember uh, we were at Noah's house one night. It was after a party or something, and it was four of us in the tub—me and two, other, uh, me and three other girlfriends. All th- four of us are sitting in the tub together because he's got one of those big spa tubs. Oh, nice! And we were reading poetry to each other, and uh, Noah's there too. And it, but I just remember thinking, this—I want to do this with my normal best friends. I want to do this with my vanilla best friends because there's a certain intimacy just, I don't know, not to make it weird. It doesn't have to be sexual, but just right. being naked next to your friends. friend sometimes, right. there's an intimacy there. I'm sorry. People, it does. It opens up,
2: you it, know. You know it, it, I don't know. That it lowers your in- inhibition in general. Yeah.
1: lowers inhibitions. It drops your walls yeah. that you've had yeah. up, you know, with these special people. Because, you know, like, everybody has their sort of, like, wall built up you know, in vanilla world yeah. because they don't want you to know certain things and everybody's like, well, you know. But in this community, yeah. you know, everybody's open mm-hmm. and honest and you know who these people are right. when you're hanging out with them. Well, the you hug know? is
0: so important. So my vanilla friends, they come in for the hug and they tap me on the back.
1: That's bullshit, huh?
0: But also, I'll say this. That's how, that's how most people hug. That's how my parents hug. That's how most people hug. Right. Then, sometimes, and this is how people in the lifestyle hug—they come in and they give that really big embrace, right? And they hold it. There's no rubbing. There's no padding. There's pressure. There's tension. And and I will say that what happens in my body physically, it is an immediate release of stress. I mean when when someone holds you like that Mm -hmm. chemically your body goes to a real soft place
2: oh yeah it takes 15 seconds and your hearts become in sync a lot of things change physically right
0: and i gotta say that feels a lot healthier to me Mm -hmm. and that's what i wish to share with that's what i that's what i want with my my home girls
2: right on the other side you know and i think oddly enough Taking your clothes off makes everybody realize we're all the same. Yeah. Right. We're not all, we all don't, we all have our little imperfections. We all have uh, that make us us. Yes. We're all, we all have the same parts. Yeah. Just different sizes and shapes and lengths and yes. <laughs> all of that. And it really allows, allows people to come closer just as a species, I feel like. Yes. Because we're not covering up. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I grew up in Europe. And so the difference. Mm-hmm in the way that they treat nudity is like night and day. And we're so behind the times here in terms of, I I mean, and it could be worse. You know, Muslim countries, I I can't handle that they're only allowed to show their eyes sometimes because, you know, who's sexualizing somebody's nose, for God's sake. (laughs) And so I love the fact that that openness allows you as a community to just be you and take down those walls and not so, be so, it was so freeing the first time that we went to the Mon, Monch, LA on, you know, and got in the pool naked for the first time in front of people. It was so freeing because that had not happened really in my adult life. When we were younger, it was fine, mm-hmm. but not, you know, in my adult life, not back in the United States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it does something. It's healing for the soul. <laughs> mm-hmm. Getting naked. Getting naked.
1: With everybody else,
2: yeah, and not—it doesn't even have to be anything sexual, just like you said, just that intimacy of of not judging somebody and not feeling like you're hiding behind anything.
0: Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I agree. God, Whitney, we have, we really appreciate we this. Do. Gosh, we love girl, you. hey, thank you for coming. Thank, thank again. you so much. Thank you so much. We were all like, oh my gosh, please, please, please. We hope you come today. Mm-hmm. We really hope you come today because we've never had like this one-on-one like this. Right. You know, thank it's always been—it's so always been at a party or in passing. Yes. You know, or just with Noah. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's never just been like one-on-one with you. No. And you know awesome. what? You are fucking amazing. Yeah. God damn it! Yeah, I love you. Like I said,
2: <laughs> it's great to see all the phases of Whitney and where you are right now, and I thank can tell you. you're, you're you. genuinely happy. And so I'm glad that you're able to come on here and share that with us. Thank you. I thank
1: know. Thank you very
2: much. Oh, oh wait! I got a—I got a plug. I know oh, we, yes.
1: we weren't go we were not stopping before nope. you did this shit nope. hell no you. right now because no. so- I got
0: to tell you about my new um I'm gonna do uh I'm gonna have a second set of business cards okay, okay. So-,
1: so check this out you plug that camera right there oh okay. miss wit so first plug what do you do
0: Whitney Dean Properties okay Bob, Bob on the street you real estate. Because
1: you're a real estate Because I'm a real estate broker. There you okay. go.
0: And then I have a separate set of cards for Whitney Dean Lifestyle Properties. Because, can I LLC that? Whitney Fuck. Dean Lifestyle yes. Properties? Yes, can you I can. two LLCs? No. <laughs> uh, yes. Because I think it needs to happen. <laughs> right.
1: No, but you can't.
0: Because 35% of my business last year came from the lifestyle.
2: Right. And people in the lifestyle... It's nothing against people not in the lifestyle. We don't dislike vanillas, but we definitely feel more comfortable when we're buying property, being able to say, "Hey, this is what we're looking for." So, is there a room in this house that you huh. know can be uh, like hidden uh, yeah. and locked off? The and, red room, <laughs> the, the red, dungeon, right. <laughs>
1: you know, the sex wing right. room, <laughs> you know.
0: Well, I will say this: everyone should know someone who could take advantage of these historically low interest rates everyone knows someone and if you could give me that person's phone number i need to reach out to them because this will never happen again people go this, ahead plug this it. will never happen again Whitney. interest rates will never be this low again
1: plug your you fu- got to
0: go now
1: hey. you got to go now plug your plug wherever you're wherever you want people to reach you out where do you need a map
0: Oh, my
2: phone number, or whatever.
1: But sure. Phone number, yes. your um, your well, email.
2: How about we pop it up on the screen? Just pop it up on the screen. Yeah.
1: Okay. okay. We'll because have your information well then, up well on the then screen. we'll have the information up on the screen, so you don't have to say it right now. Okay. And there are
0: things that you have to prepare for. This market is gonna get. If you want to talk about real estate, if you want to talk about projections, I got I got some ideas. It's my favorite thing to nerd about out about. Let's talk. Let's talk. Call me. We'll talk shop, but. This, this will never happen again, yep. what's
2: happening right now. I
1: know, right? It won't happen it, this, again. This is historical. This is historical. Life-changing yep. shit. I know.
2: Well, once again, Whitney.
1: Hey. Shout hey. out to Whitney Dean. Shout out, shout lifestyle out to Whitney. properties. Oh, hey. <laughs> lifestyle That's properties. right. That's right. <laughs> and so, you know, in addition to this, we also have to plug our shit. You of know. Of course. So. Um, Catch us yeah catches actually,
2: actually this is a great episode for you to catch us on YouTube so you can catch Whitney's information on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but also look up Whitney Dean Properties here in Denver, Colorado. Mhm. And then for us, you can find us at monogamishpodcast.com. Don't forget.
1: There's, there's a dash between the i
2: the M and the I. The
1: M and the I. <laughs> Classic.
2: <laughs> so check out our website. Um, we're really trying to pick up our presence on social media. So get online, reach out to us, send us questions. Let us know who you'd like to hear from, what you what topics you'd like to hear from.
1: What kind of stories? Right. You know, somebody's de- everybody has a different story. In one so. of our
2: more recent episodes you guys heard us go through all of the lifestyle verbiage, you know people don't know what some of these terms mean if you had something that you were particularly interested let us know and we'll cover it on a future show that's right otherwise make sure you like us and subscribe on spotify
1: itunes iTunes. (laughs) youtube
2: you know where to find us
1: instagram
2: check us out follow us every week
1: shout out love us
2: bye Ishes.